Welcome to the chat. I have as my guest today, this is an awesome one, he is State Representative Ryan Williams, who has the Cookville area, Baxter, all good, but not Monterey in his district. Is that correct? That is correct, actually. Awesome. it's uh, I have about 85% of the electorate, I guess, in all of Putnam County. Okay. Where it snows more. I don't have that. You don't part. have that. Yeah. So I can't blame blame you for the snow coming down. Actually, we probably want the snow down here in the valley. Yes. Uh, when uh, Corby, when the king calls. People That's are, right. People the are king thankful. is called. They're thankful for uh, Monterey. Yeah. It's something else. It definitely affects us here in Putnam County. Mm-hmm. So tell us your story. Where did you grow up, and how in the world did you end up in Cookville, Tennessee? It's going to sound like a country music song. Is it? Okay. Yeah, it has to do with a woman. Okay, uh, always. But, yeah, it does. But uh, I actually grew up in Upper East Tennessee. I tell people, what's the difference between East Tennessee and Upper East Tennessee? The gateway to Upper East Tennessee is at the tr- at the uh, the fork in the road at 81 and I-40. So anything east of that fork is Upper East Tennessee. Upper East Tennessee. Yeah, so if you, live, if you have to get off 81 to get to your house, you're from Upper East Tennessee. That's right. Grew up in uh, Sullivan County there. Um, uh, interestingly enough, I got elected to the House to find out that there were four other members of the Tennessee General Assembly that were born in the same hospital as oh I was. So we like to say that at Holston Valley Hospital in Kingsport is where all the conservatives were born. Nice. And so I grew up there, went to high school there. Uh, my family, my mom's side of the family were um coal miners from mm-hmm. southwest virginia my dad's side were all in construction there in uh east upper east tennessee so uh went to carson newman and uh first person from my school from my family to ever go to college wow soccer yeah. you played soccer i did i was uh some people are student athletes and some people are athlete students i was one of those and uh it was there that uh, i got a degree in biology a lot of people don't realize that wow. it's different yeah i wanted to be in I wanted to be in medicine because construction was like a terrible business because my papa yeah. and my dad were both in it. And I right. said, I, never I, do that. Right? Never do that. It's one of my first nevers. Right. Yeah. Didn't know anybody. It's like the pastor's kids who, who say, I'll never be a pastor. No. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And here you are. Yes. But uh, anyway, so that's where uh, that's where I'm originally from. And then, of course, uh, my senior year, I guess, Abby's sophomore year or junior year, we met um, actually from my brother-in-law who uh, Tony Slesley now live in Cookville too. Uh, it was his birthday. It's fortieth, I think. It's, yeah, it was thirtieth birthday. I'm sorry, thirtieth birthday. And uh, I got invited to the same birthday party. So nice. we were supposed to ride together and meet there, and it snowed. Oh no! Yeah, so we ended up meeting later on, but got married about nine months later. Wow! So it was love at first sight. Oh, for her, I'm sure. For her? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, no, no. She you was, had to, you had to, uh, you had to quarter, didn't you? I, I don't know if it's courting. I think a lot of it has to do with just right place, right time, doing a there lot of praying. Go. There you go. Had to get my heart right. Probably Amen. had a lot to do with that. But mature I, I, a little, sure. Yeah, I was a pretty good salesman even back then, though. I guess closing the deal. Yeah. So, anyway, she was, uh, she was had one more. We got married and had she had one more semester, and then I had my own business for a little while. Wow. And then uh, had a bad partner. Mm-hmm. I had somebody tell me one time, uh, the only ship to never sail was a partnership. There you go. <laughs> That's good. I'm going to steal that. Yeah, you should do that because yeah. uh, next time you think you want to be in a partnership, uh, think of that. Think yes. of Ryan. So so anyways, about 20, I guess it was 21 years ago. Yes. We uh, 21 years ago next month, we moved to Cookville and took a job and 
that job I'm still doing today. I first met you, um, I had known you, but I hadn't met you, and I had actually come and looked at your place in Sugar Tree. You hadn't put oh, yeah. it on the market yet. And so wow, I'd forgotten you, all, that. you all were living there at the time. And yeah. I guess you were working for JNS at the time. I was. JNS, other than the state, uh, has been the only place I've worked for, uh, worked in the Upper Cumberland. Um, but yeah, that was a long time long ago. A long time ago. A few, uh, one or two houses ago. Right? Yeah, and uh, two children. Yeah, yeah, how about that? Yeah, it's so, crazy, but uh, that is a long time ago. You just dated yourself. I was 18 that? at the time. Were you yeah, really? Yeah, yeah I was like 40 at yeah, the time. Yeah, it's <laughs> so, awesome. Um, so tell me about your interest in politics. Did that develop after school, or did you have interest in it during, say, high school, college? Talk, talk about that. Yeah, it's, um, it's kind of an interesting question. It's kind of a little bit of a surprise to some, but I never ran for student government. I never had a desire to be in student government. Didn't do anything like that when I was in college and yeah. uh, really uh, didn't have, uh, don't have a recollection of my parents even voting when I was a kid. Sure. Of course, they all told me they did, but sure. I. But I you don't remember I don't like have any, going with them. Or I don't anything. have any visible proof sure, that it right. occurred. But they, I'm like, they didn't I'm, post it on Facebook no. back then. Mm-hmm. No. Maybe on the fridge. Maybe on the fridge or there something. You go. But uh, no, the I didn't really have a. Uh, of course, I voted ever since I got out of college. You know, wherever yeah, sure. we lived and stuff. So it was not unusual for us to vote. Of course, Abby's dad being a Vietnam veteran, you know, sure. and getting to know him, he was very passionate about people he, voting. Yes. And so we're recording this on Veterans Day. So if everybody's about listening that. to all of our veterans, thank you for your service. Appreciate yes. the opportunity to vote. And you guys delivering that to us. But um, sorry for dating your radio station. That's okay. But the um, We may have an edit button. We'll take that out. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> so, the, uh, so I actually, at 20 years ago this year, Abby and I, uh, really got a heart for our community. We did an extended um, prayer time together as a family. It was really important. We went to D.C., mm-hmm. uh, walked where our founding fathers yes. did. Not founding fathers, but obviously elected officials had. And it was just really my, – my time there was marked, really. And so I never really thought I would ever run for office, but there something sparked or changed in me. Sure. And so, uh, of course – Thereafter, I was complaining about something in the city of Cookville, and Abby said, don't you think it's about time you run for office? Mm-hmm. And uh, since this is what we've been praying about and thinking about, and uh, of course, any of her advice is usually yeah. stellar, no, I hear but you. Uh, mine, not so much. But <laughs> I hear you. But uh, so we decided to run for city council. We didn't, honestly, we didn't think that there was a chance that mm-hmm. uh, we would get elected. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know this, marrying... Uh, uh, Hudson, that uh, who your family is does have some of an impact, and it so does. in smaller towns it definitely it does. And so there was a change really in the ballot too, which really was in my favor. And someone decided to withdraw, and mm-hmm. so technically I didn't think there was a chance, but then there was an inside chance, and so we knocked on a lot of doors and those kinds of things, and so ran and won. Actually, was the fifth vote getter. Wow. Yes. Right. The tail end. Yeah. Right? The head and not the t- I mean the tail and not the, the head. head. Right. Yeah. So it was it was great. So but it but it all started there for us. Yeah. Uh, it in did. In Washington D.C. Was that the Lou Engel event? It was. Then, it was. It was Lou Engel. It was the call. Yes. Um, it was. We had no children then. We went with a youth group, a bunch of folks from youth group, and a bunch of old 
what I call uh, mentors, sure. I guess you could say. And sure. So it was it was a great time. It was our, our, as I said, our lives were marked by it, and so uh, we look back at the time and we just if we just look back and we're like, how did we get here? Yeah. You know, how it's just this like happen? this doesn't sure. really matter. It's all kind of a as they say, a vapor. This is the chat on News Talk ninety four point one. Welcome back to the chat on News Talk 94.1. My guest today is our state representative, Ryan Williams. We've been uh, honored, really, to serve in this capacity. It's a huge, uh, it's not a burden, it's a huge weight. You know, it's sure. a huge uh, responsibility. And, you know, you try to serve 100% of the people, even though they, 55% of them probably disagree with you sure, most absolutely. of the time, but it's a, uh, it's good. We still have a heart to do it. So we're going to continue to do it until, uh, someone says no, or yeah. the electorate does. Right. Says no and <laughs> says sorry. <laughs> yeah. So did you serve, uh, forgive me for not recalling this, but did you serve one or two terms on the council? That's a good question. I served from, uh, what would that be? Uh, I served in one term, the council, uh, and that last term went from 2006 to 2010. Okay. Yeah. That's, again, I'm trying to get my brain around that time. Right, right. Um, and then we had a chat some somewhere about your interest in running for the state house at some point in yeah. 2009, 2010. Yeah. 2009. Yes. Yeah. You and I talked a little bit about that. It was one of those things where – you know, do, do do you feel like you're supposed to continue to serve at right. the local level, right. uh, of which, you, as, you, as we all know, you know, uh, you're term limited to two terms in city council. Uh, and so you, you look at those terms, you're like, well, I could serve another two years and or another four years or another term and and maybe go from last to first. It was sure. kind of a his, historical thing. and Or do I feel like that uh, it's time to move and serve a broader community than sure. just the city of Cookville? And so, obviously, as history would show, that we we chose the latter. Right. Uh, and so, it's it, no regrets whatsoever. We uh, it's always difficult getting negative mailers in the mail. Absolutely. You know, and especially when your kid when your kids aren't around, it's not a big deal. But right. But your kids see it and they manipulate the photos and yeah. they darken them and just make you look like you're mean. Yeah. But it's good, you know. Uh, elected officials, they know they're getting into that, so they, right. they're signing up for it. Yeah. Your family, your family doesn't sign up for it. I think I remember the Ryan Williams water fountain, or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. So yes, yes. That that fountain has been enjoyed by so many people. So many. Yeah. It's a beautiful fountain. Yeah, so. we were very, you know, you look back back in that first term of city council. You know, we didn't have a we didn't have a business park. Right. We didn't have Dogwood Park. We did not. We didn't have the growth. I think I, I looked at the numbers the other day. Something like. 3,700 new jobs since sense. since then. And, like, I, I think the number was, like, $236 million in capital investment wow. in, in the last 12 years. It's it's really been – Cookville yeah. has really – and Putnam County, the Upper Cumberland of itself has just really done well. And I think a lot of it has to do is we still have these traditional family values mm-hmm. – uh, in a lot of ways, apolitical as it relates to politics, well, maybe, it but it's there, but it's still political as it relates to business. So sure, always will be. But. Well, it is, mm-hmm. and so you you end up, um, you know, you had been on city council, mm-hmm. and um, you all prayed about and believed that you were gonna that you needed to run for, felt the calling for mm-hmm. uh, state representative, right? 
So obviously a whole lot more doors to knock on because your territory <laughs> suddenly got a lot larger. Yeah, it is. And and so tell tell me how that how that went. Well, it's kind of a it's going to be a little bit interesting to your listeners to hear probably me be so direct and 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 what I'm going to say. But uh, I was praying about it one day, and I, there was something going on at the federal level, and I mm-hmm. thought it was kind of the wrong way that our nation should go. You know, regardless of your politics, I'm I'm not really interested because it's the past. We really can't right. change what it was. But I was went. I remember going to bed frustrated and angry about it, and you know, the filing deadline for city council and for the state office was at the same time, mm-hmm. three or four days away. Woke up the next morning mad. I don't know if you ever woke up. You ever woke up mad before it's never a good thing mm-hmm. and uh so i was like i gotta encourage myself a little bit before i go to work or i'm just gonna be terrible to live with at work today yeah so i got up had my quiet time read some scripture and uh i'll never forget it, it was first Samuel 30 verse 8 and it says pursue them and i will restore all and so i just really felt down in my heart that's like you know the problem in america today really and in, in all of our communities is that godly people don't pursue their part they don't do their part we're always sitting back saying right. i ask you know it's like lord do this or right. or government do this or family or somebody do this, else or somebody do else does. but yeah but uh it was it was a really integral uh, part for me and so I, I remember thinking oh man maybe i'm supposed maybe i'm supposed to do something different and so uh at my place of work, JNS, every month, uh, the sales and business development guys lead a Bible study. So it was my turn that month, ironically. And so I just kind of shared what was on my heart about what was going on, told them what I was praying about, and uh, talked to Abby about it a little bit uh, before I went to work that morning. And so uh, as 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 the events of the day would happen, we had the Bible study. I left, and this gentleman that I'd never met before uh, showed up in, at, at my work office, my, my full-time job office. Um, and he said, hey, uh, my name's such and such. You know, I don't know you and you don't know me, but I'd really like to talk to you about something. And I was like, well, fine. I thought he was wanting to talk about building a building. <laughs> building, a building. Right. It'd be awesome. Yeah, it's like, that's what I do. I'm yeah, your guy. Yeah. So he came in. He's like, you know, I think this is really weird for me to say this, but, and I know I don't know you from any from anybody, but I really feel like, and I'm supposed to come here today and tell you you're supposed to run for state representative. And I said, really? You really? know, I was just like, I was a little bit surprised because I didn't know the guy, but I was also uh, grew up in a, a family where, you know, not, it may not be probable, but it's possible. You know, all things are possible. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of an interesting deal. And so I kind of took that with a grain of salt and uh, spent some time with him. And then he just kind of shared with me his heart and that kind of stuff. Went home, told Abby about the whole thing. She's just like, yeah mind right, blown right, like, right like so we we uh there's this uh, everywhere i've gone in life it didn't matter if it was carson newman or it was in foley alabama when i had my own business or dawsonville georgia or naples florida or wherever it was there's always been these three or four old ladies i call them like blue-haired old ladies that i mm-hmm. love and you can go to them and it's like it's like confessional for me i go and say hey sure. pray about these things for me yeah <laughs> and uh i that night on monday night i called them and i was like hey i know y'all pray on tuesday mornings um i'd love for y'all to pray me pray for me about this i'm thinking about doing this and and she's like oh really okay so anyways they went to, and she's like well why don't you just come tomorrow uh and i was like well it's just ladies 
skate, you know, <laughs> it's lady skate. I'm not really interested in going. So I, I, I go to the I go to the the thing uh, where they normally meet. So I show up and unbeknownst to me, that's like, well, you just tell them, tell them why you're here. So ironically, uh, I told these ladies about what had happened, about my quiet time, about this man coming in, about how I was prayed, you know, that maybe this is what I'm supposed to do. And one of the ladies that was in the room had been praying that her husband mm-hmm. would have a relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. And uh, that lady was in the room. Wow. Well, her husband was the guy that came to see me the, no the Monday morning. Yeah. Wow. The weirdest thing. This is The Chat on News Talk 94.1. Welcome back to The Chat on News Talk 94.1. My guest today is our state representative, Ryan Williams. You know what's interesting is in Putnam County, in the upper common tradition, is there's, politically there's not a lot of variant between people. Really, there's not. I mean, you, most people are extremely conservative, you know, and family-driven, and they— they want to be fiscal conservatives. They don't want to overspend money. They want to right. be frugal with their time and, and resources. And so it was interesting just taking an opportunity to draw a contrast between me and my opponent. And so uh, my my best friend, one of my good friends that was, uh, I told him that I was going to do this. <laughs> he looked at me. I, I told him, I said, hey, I, th- I really feel like this is what I'm supposed to do. And he said, uh Really? And I said, yeah. I was like, what do you think about chances? And he said, well, about 5%. <laughs> and if if all the other hadn't happened, I probably wouldn't have ran for office after talking to him. But, yeah. but uh, anyways. That that same person, uh, I'm pretty sure I know who we're talking about, yeah. asked ask me if I would put the, the title to my home on your chances. <laughs> and I he? said, I said, I'll, it's a local person. Yeah. I, and I said, I'll put the title of my car on his chances. I, I said, really, he's he's going to work his tail off. Yeah. And then right before election day, he called and said, well, what do you think? I said, uh, I'll put the deed of my home on his chances. Oh, I, wow. said, I said, that's that's what I think is going to happen. For and, all you people listening out there, I would never encourage you to put your title or, right. or anything on a on a on on any of your assets in politics these days because it's a little bit yes, unpredictable. It is, and and so obviously my wife doesn't know that I had this con this conversation. So maybe she's not listening. Yeah, so. hopefully no one's listening that's to this because right. they might send a counselor over to me. That's right. But um, so then you end up. So you end up winning, obviously. I'm giving the story away right. here a little mm-hmm. bit. But mm-hmm. so um, what what has surprised you about this? And then the second part of the question is, because you have a full-time job, mm-hmm. what's your typical day like, especially when you guys are in session from, what, Jan- January mm-hmm. to May? Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll come back to the first question. Uh, sure. I'll tell you a little bit about the uh, – the the day I was joking with a mutual friend of ours, uh, Deputy Governor Jim Henry called me this morning. I was talking to him about some stuff, and we were kind of chuckling about, you know, how little, because uh, he's looking at what's going on at the federal level and how little, you know, the because he used to be a state representative. Right. I mean, he got, he got right. paid like $16,000 a year or something yeah. like that. Right. And so, anyways, it takes a whole quarter of your year, really. So you really sacrifice the time. You're you're paid for it. It's about $19,000 a year now. But uh, so the second January, the second Tuesday in January every year, 
that I've been blessed to serve. I show up at the Capitol. It's on Tuesday. We have organizational, depending on the year, organizational meetings. But generally, on I leave town, leave Putnam County at about 11, 12 o'clock on Monday, and I get home about 2 o'clock on Thursday. Mm. And I do that from January, the second Tuesday in January, usually to about tax day because it's about – right. Uh, so – my full-time job, I only have one day to do my full-time job, and that's on Friday. Wow. So when you're in business development, the good news is is that most people make a decision on Friday. <laughs> so it does make a, a lot of difference. But, you know, technology allows me to be able to do my full-time sure. job while I'm there. My employers have always been very supportive. They believe in community. They believe in public service. Mm-hmm. They believe in those kinds of things. And, and two, me being a commission sales guy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's a big faith walk for us. You know, if I don't sell anything, we don't eat. Mama right. don't eat. She right. doesn't want me to go to Nashville. Right. It's just a weird thing. So it turned out really good. I think, uh, you know, we still have a heart for service. We feel like that we're called to do this, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, kind of what we were talking about earlier. But there's all, always challenges. Uh, I think the challenges are, as a parent, you know, my, my eldest went to college this right. year. And, right. You know, I think the hard part is people don't realize what a sacrifice it was for us to do this together as a family. Right. Uh, you know, I have a great relationship with my son. Called me today. Got invited to dinner tonight. Um, and so I'm sending law enforcement over to some girl's house, I think. But <laughs> but uh, it's it's difficult. The sacrifice that they made, my wife, I mean, she's sure. doing without me and raising the kids on her own it's it's different and but it's that's what public service is but it is a sacrifice and i think that by and large i don't want to assume everybody but a lot of people don't understand that it is a huge sacrifice for the person who is serving and you're certainly not you know making a lot of money doing it mm-hmm. it's and it's something that you have to want to do you do i think everybody that's in it really has this sense of calling to them mm-hmm. maybe not as Dramatic, maybe it's maybe my story would be, but they've had the sense of calling. I think the unique part about it for the Williams family, in regard to most people, is most other people own their own business, right? Right. So they they can walk away from their business for four days out of the week, and then let somebody else run it. Sure. You know, an attorney, uh, yeah, uh, life yeah. insurance, yeah, insurance, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So they have a, like an office that does that. But you know, for the Williams household, I I'm the breadwinner. This is what I do, and so it's a little bit different. Or they're retired. In a lot of cases, right. you know, they're retired. This is kind of like the the investment season for them and in the community and those kinds of things. So, being a being an employee for an employer is mm-hmm. definitely unique. I honestly, I can't think of two other people that have the situation that I do, which is why it's really different. I think the only thing that was surprising to me, and I think it, I think the, your listeners need to hear this: it's not partisan. In Tennessee, right. there are partisan people, but sure. the process is not partisan. And so I think that was a, a big surprise about it. I think the good news, too, is is that you learn to be you, you learn to know a lot, a lot about a little bit about a lot of things, but not sure. the master of any. And you have right. to surround yourself with people that help you. I think that was surprising how many people really want to be helped and to be helpful. Sure. And sure. so I think that's good, too. Well, we're certainly uh, proud of your service. In Nashville, Um, obviously, you know, we have a personal connection through our wives and through Mm -hmm. ourselves, and Mm -hmm. um, we certainly uh, understand, you know, the life challenges that Mm -hmm. you that you can have being a being a representative. So our guest today on the chat, it was State Representative 
Ryan Williams. He is uh, here in Putnam County. Everything in Putnam County except up on the mountain in Monterey. <laughs> yeah, where it's I guess snowed. that's the short version. Yeah, so, it is. Thank you for being a guest today. Thank you. Look forward to coming back and talk to you about chatting about something else. We're all done. News Talk 94.1, The Chat.